0: Hey everybody, I'm Eric, and today I watched Star Wars, The Last Jedi, directed by Ryan Johnson. Spoilers ahoy, I am going to talk about a lot of the stuff that happens in this film. So, if you haven't seen it yet, and you haven't been spoiled on anything yet, I recommend keeping it that way until you can go see it. Be spoiled by the movie itself. That's the best way to have a movie spoiled for you. Okay, I'm giving you a couple extra seconds just in case you're fumbling to find that pause button or something like that. I, I'm not going right into the, the spoilers right away, anyway. Um, oh, wait, so I I really like this film. I haven't I've avoided as much as possible about it. I kind of saw the first trailer for it, but I think I only saw it in the form of it being shown side-by-side side with the first trailer for um, uh, The Force Awakens. So, uh, does that really count? Uh, I, I say it doesn't, because I don't even remember anything specifically from that trailer. Um, except for the cool... Uh, red dust clouds behind the the speeder things. Um, so other than that, I haven't, I didn't see any trailers for this. It helped that I didn't really see very many movies this summer and the, uh, not this summer, this year. And uh, also the, the couple of movies I did see, especially Thor. If I had seen Thor at a regular screening, I definitely would have seen a star Wars trailer, Uh, but I saw it at a special early screening and there were no trailers. And that is one of the best ways to see a film. Actually, that is the best way to see a film is in a theater without any trailers before it. It's the purest way to watch a film. That sounds so so dumb. But uh, yeah, because I... That, well, it depends. If it's a movie that's really anticipated that there's going to be plot twists and stuff that you don't want to have given away in the trailer, because most likely it will be. I Yeah, I, I want to avoid it, and I was actually successful in avoiding that for this film. However, before watching The Last Jedi, uh, there's a film, a film trailer, a film preview trailer for isle of dogs new wes anderson film that's coming out soon and i am so so excited for i i've I've seen just the poster up to this point and that alone got me really excited for i didn't even read any names on it other than wes anderson i just saw all of the japanese stuff and it's, it's about dogs and I'm on board. And now having actually seen the trailer for it, oh, man, I can't wait to see that. But this episode is about Star Wars, The Last Jedi. So let's get into it. We open with, okay, I'm not going to go beat by beat what happens in the story. What what were my favorite things about this? My, my most favorite thing, ongoing thing about this film was how much it made me think about dragon ball some kind of a stretch similarities to dragon ball but it out of all the star wars films i i haven't really thought about how the other ones really compared to it but this one it reminded me so much we had uh <laughs> we uh all, all the stuff on the islands with luke and ray Uh, It felt a lot like Goku going to Master Roshi's Island or something like that. Except uh, instead of being a dirty old man, uh, Luke was actually... Well, I mean, he was like Yoda. He was being kind of wacky and uh, just a belligerent old hermit fella. Um, And he is doing some weird stuff. But the stuff that reminded me the most of Dragon Ball is uh, when he catches a gigantic fish and is just carrying it back to, to his little house. And I, I really enjoyed that. There's There was some weird stuff with that, but I saw that as him kind of uh, taking on that persona that Yoda had uh, when Luke first met him and trying to kind of scare scare off this potential protege. Now, one of the themes of the film, or one of the... The burning questions of the film is who are Ray's parents? Everybody's been wondering that. that, Why is she so special? Why is she able to do all this? And if you're, if you're (laughs) the one last chance to get out of this before you get spoiled. Her parent, there's nothing special about them. Nothing at all. She's not secretly Luke Skywalker's daughter or anything like that. She's just a person who has these incredible abilities because it's not just relegated to this one bloodline or anything like that. And I think that's one of the things that gets hammered home pretty well in this film that the Force is... What the Force is, just in general, and what it means to everything, not just a powerful warrior or a chosen one or anything like that. Okay, uh, a couple other things that remind me of Dragon Ball were the, uh, there's a walker that the shell came off of. Not, No, this wasn't necessarily a Dragon Ball thing, um, but it, it did feel like something a uh, out of like uh um my neighbor Totoro or something that's uh rose and finn and bb8 were riding just the the atst legs because the top got blown off uh and they're just like riding along and when rose first pulls up he's like hey need a ride it had that kind of feel like the the cat bus or something like that i re, i re, I like that a lot um oh okay, yeah, other dragon ball things uh two main things, and what this first one is my by far my favorite moment of the film. It's so freaking badass. we have this uh this ship that everybody just evacuated from, and only admiral. What's her name? Um, played by Laura Dern. Uh, she stays behind on that... Uh, Holdo, Holdo. Uh, she stays behind on that, that main ship and uh, is trying to draw away the, the enemy. But because they, they get sold out, uh, they start firing on all of the transport ships that are trying to flee to this, uh, to this planet and uh you know that is a pretty interesting thing that all uh a good portion of this um as far as the main story okay there were a bunch of different planets now that I think of it but it doesn't feel like it was a crazy number of them uh because the main storyline uh where the bulk of uh everybody's focus is on is is out in space they're not on an actual planet and then uh, we just have a couple of other planets that the other storylines visit. And then we end up at this this one planet at, at the end. And no planets get blown up. So that's nice. That's a good change. We don't have to have a whole civilization or a whole system destroyed or anything like that. The, the moment that was like that in this film, I, I'm getting to it. I promise. My favorite... Favorite moment. We have this ship and only uh, Holdo is on there and she turns the ship around. So they're firing on these transport ships and they're just getting destroyed one by one by one. And she, she turns it down and starts revving up the engines and like, oh, she's running away. And as she finishes turning around, they realize... Okay, I see what she's doing here. She jumps into hyperspace through that first order fleet. And that moment visually and the lack of the absolute lack of audio is so freaking awesome. It adds so much to that moment. Uh just these gashes tear through them like instantly like an invisible force and that reminded me so much of of dragon ball fights and it was it was it was awesome it was one of my favorite science fiction visuals ever now okay so the our, the, the last dragon ball moment takes place on the surface of this planet i think it was called crate or is that where that, no, why would they? Why would crate dragons come from there? Maybe they do come from there. Anyway, uh, we don't see any crate dragons, but we do have these little. They call them crystal critters. Well, only Finn calls them that, so that's their names. I'm fine with that. They're pretty cool. They're like these these crystalline foxes. Anyway, that has nothing to do with this. There's a face-off between. Luke Skywalker and Kylo Ren's army he hasn't come down and to come face to face with them yet and Kylo just he orders them to aim all of their weapons at that man and fire. so this is this barrage of firepower rains down on Luke Skywalker's just explosive by the way this planet. Is like salt flats. Or at least where the base is. these salt flats. And then when it gets disturbed. Turned up. It turns like this. This very brilliant red color. And I thought that was a pretty. Genius way. To have this violent. Bloody. Battlefield. With bits of red guts flying. Not guts. But it looks like guts sometimes. Actually there were. There were some guts in the in the, the 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 Supreme Leader Chamber fight scene. But those guys were wearing red, so that's also kind of explainable as just bits of their outfit. But uh yeah, just all this red bursting everywhere. But it's not blood, so it's not rated R. Because if that was blood, this movie would definitely be rated R because you have just acres of of red covering everything. And and it and it isn't blood because not a whole lot of people actually get blown up or anything. So anyway, the the dust clears, the smoke settles, and he's standing there completely unscathed and he brushes his shoulder off. Total dragon ball moment. I loved it. Uh, and then the face-off that happened after that was, uh, you know, had, had kind of that flair to it as well. And then we find out that Luke isn't even actually there. He's just projecting his image. Which it does seem like a, a, a sort of Dragon Ball trick to do as well. Another thing that uh, is sort of Dragon Ball-like was the, the, the mental link between Kylo Ren and Rey that uh, they have all these conversations throughout the film that they uh, are able to see each other, speak to each other, interact with each other as if they're in the same room. And I loved it that all of that time, there's only a couple of shots where we actually saw them in the same shot. Otherwise they were in their respective environments. We had Kylo Ren on board of that, uh, that star destroyer and Ray wherever she was at all the times that she she was talking to mostly on the island um so yeah i i thought that that was that was really cool and the 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 editing of those scenes was awesome and another really cool editing choice was uh when we had uh before the main ship or one of the the, the ship that Leo is on I uh, gets attacked. Uh, the the bridge gets blown up. We have these cuts between. They're like really quick dissolves, but they're kind of. I I don't think they're straight dissolve. They're, there's something unique about them, but they're just a couple of frames. They're quick, but they're not straight cuts. And I I just really like the feel of those the those transitions it just worked extremely well to, to, to hammer home what's happening there. I think I've used that, that phrase too many times now. Even if it was only twice, that's still too many times to use that phrase. Um, that, uh, yeah, the connection between them, that they're uh, she's, I guess, reaching out to him mentally, and he's having doubts. Do I, he, he ultimately decides not to fire, but his wingmen, they, they have their orders. They know what they're doing. They're not emotionally conflicted about it. They fire, and everybody on the bridge gets blown up, gets blown into space. But not all is lost because Leia has is strong with the Force. The Force is with her, and she su- survives. She floats back over the door. They let her in, and they give her the medical attention that she needs. That was really the only thing that bothered me, about the story uh because we haven't seen somebody do that sort of thing in the star wars universe and uh we haven't seen leia do anything like that but maybe we should be disappointed that we never saw her do anything force related other than having a vague sense of presence in the previous films Uh, She's a Skywalker. She's a twin of the most powerful Jedi yet. But she can't do stuff. Sure, she can do stuff. She can survive in the vacuum of space. Barely. She can uh, do some other stuff. Uh, She can kind of communicate. She at least senses Luke. And if he's alive or not. Oh, but wait, wait, maybe it's Kylo Ren who did that. He's he's able to stop blaster bolts in midair and hold them hanging there. He could probably hold a, a, a very small amount of atmosphere tightly around his mother's floating body and then guide her back to the door. All right, that my complaint. I strike it. From the record, that's the explanation I'm going with. And if there's a better explanation of it, I'm cool with that too. But for, for now, that's it. Some other great things about this film were the, the fight scene in Snoke's throne room, whatever whatever that space was. Uh, we also had a, a great appearance by Yoda. Although his, his first position... Uh, he he did not have the best light it wasn't looking so good but all the other shots after that it was like classic it 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 felt like yoda felt so good maybe it was the the original puppet or a very close approximation of the original puppet not trying to update it so that he looks different it's make him look the same he he does look the same now he's a force ghost shouldn't be a difference that was really cool, and there was also, all the stuff with Finn and Rose. I I enjoyed every minute of that, and then we also got the bonus of Benicio del Toro as this, this, this just pure scallywag. I mean, we are manipulated to a point into thinking that oh, he's kind of like a Han Solo. That's uh, he's he's a gun for hire, but he does have a heart uh no giving back the necklace as it turns out totally didn't matter to him at all um so uh did he get out i assume he got out of there and i hope that we see him in future films because benicio del toro is freaking awesome the last thing I want to talk about in this episode, I may do another one after I see it again a week from now, is the porgs. I thought they're pretty great. Very cute. Not quite as cute as daigus. If you don't know what daigus are, they're bush-tailed mice. Look them up. They're amazing. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, I like them a lot. Uh, I, the, the The moment with Chewbacca... He's about to eat one of them. He had already cooked it, though. So it seems he he should. I hope he actually did just eat it because he had already killed it. And then if he didn't eat it, then it would just been for nothing at all. But he make friends with one of his food's relatives and uh, he goes along or she. I don't know. Whatever it's it is um goes along for the for the rest of the ride and that that was pretty fun We get a couple of little cute porg moments throughout the film but it wasn't uh it was just kind of a little bit of sprinkling on top it, it wasn't absolutely necessary for the porks to be there they didn't help in the mission in fact none of the missions even really were that successful except for the one that Holdo initiated, who was keeping all of our main characters in the dark about what her plans were. And that's kind of a refreshing take on that. That's uh, All of these, not necessarily complicated, but all these really difficult plans, uh, oh, if they could pull it off, it would be so great. Every single, every single time. Failure, 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 failure. Uh, But in the end, they are (laughs) just a, a... a few of them are able to get out of there and to live on to whatever episode nine is called. Um, But yeah, the Porg's super cute, not overdone. And uh, I guess Chewbacca has a pet now or friends, roommates, assistants, personal assistants, personal assistant Porg. Um, Okay. That's it for this episode of Today I Watched, let me know what you thought about Star Wars The Last Jedi by tweeting me at TIW Podcast. Go to todayiwatched.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links with your friends. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review on iTunes, and support the show even more at patreon.com slash todayiwatched. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll be back pretty soon, probably in about a week with uh, a follow-up review with some of the stuff I forgot to talk about. I'm already remembering a bunch of that stuff, but that's also stuff that I wanted to get a second look at so I could be sure about it when I talk about it next time. Okay. Bye.